Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash, like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP, but don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Know-how. General states pricing. Sales price does not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Hello! I'm not the guy that's usually here. I'm not either one of the guys that's usually here. I'm merely Christian Harloff. I just stole Mark Ellis' merely Mark Ellis, but I'm Christian Harloff, the uh, chairman of the movie trivia Schmodown. And this is a very interesting episode for me because if you're watching this, hopefully you're watching this when it, when it's released because on Saturday, May 18th in Houston at the Book of T Arena, uh, we are going to be taking the Schmodown to Houston. And in the main event, former friends turned bitter rivals, the f- team formerly known as Action, Ben the Boss Bateman, goes head-to-head with his former teammate, and former best friend, dastardly Drew Guy. And gentlemen, we are here to go through the history of action and a few other things about how this all came to be. Very happy to have you here, Chairman. Yes. Thanks for showing up, even though there's jackasses here. I know this, you usually like to... Uh, You're leaning in. Oh, am I? You're leaning in real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, we did we did one of these uh, back in the days when we were Team Action. Right at, yeah. the, right at the end of the run, we did an yeah. oral history of Team Action. I know. Action. I watched it. It was awesome. Yeah, and uh, that was it. Actually, literally aired the day that he put me <clears throat> through that coffee table. Yeah, that was the day that it happened. And so we've, uh, you know, Drew and I contractually are obligated to do shows together every week. Right, we have for a while. Right. So we've, you know, we've talked about it, uh, but we haven't really done a formal deep dive on. Everything that's happened, yeah, yeah so, especially uh, with the puppet master himself here in the studio. Well, you kind of created thing. this whole thing. Well, that the was beginning. the fun thing what you guys said about this particular thing was just kind of like to see a little bit for your fans out there about kind of how the uh, how the cookies were made, you know, and and how the whole thing kind of came to be from the formation of the team to the characters to the uh, just the surprise of how you guys kind of became this force in general to embracing what the characters were and then how we got to the the. Table 
table, how we got to Houston. There's a, there's a lot of fun things in there that I think don't, a lot of people don't realize how it came to be. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys, uh, you may be hearing this or watching this uh, as, a, as a video clip, the full show is actually going to be available on the Collider Movie Talk feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, that's where they put this full show. Every, every Friday it goes up. Uh, we put the full video version actually up on our YouTube. It's the Action Industries YouTube. Uh, so we do all of our different shows, Action Movie Anatomy, the Action Guys. You can get the full show there, um, and that's the best place to, to find us and support. You can get that video literally the day it comes out on patreon.com slash team action. Yeah. That's the best place to do it. So yeah. so let's just crack into how this thing all, all started. Yeah, I want to. <clears throat> I actually want you to tell me. You, you said, you were like, do you remember the day that, that you first met me? And I was like, I think I think it was at this studio. He goes, no, 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 I'm going to save it for when we're on air. Yes. So I, I, I would love to hear this. Well, the first thing, is, I know that Ben was coming around the matches to watch a lot of the matches because obviously Roxy would come to the matches and then there would be um, – he would just start to come to watch and to, you know, he was just there. And, he, and yeah. I remember one time, because I had met Ben at uh, parties and stuff with yeah, Rox. I think, think Napsock's 40th, man, when the first time I actually I think that was you. the first time I met you also. Okay. Yeah, where we, we had met, kind of just talked for a little bit. But then he then started to me- make it known to me around the uh, the old studio that, we, that he wanted to start competing. And he's told this story a few times. Yeah, so he, yeah, yeah. He, I think he, he, I started asking him trivia questions. I asked him some of the Star Wars. Planets. You literally asked me the question. Bestman question. I just, I just like, I had a, you know, my brain froze. I just yeah. didn't process the question properly. I would have known the answer, and I gave you the wrong answer. You're like, yeah, good luck, kid. Good yeah. luck. Kid. But, <laughs> and that's what I said. I was like, I was like, I was like, I like the Moxie. It's cool. I mean, I'm gonna need some more teams down the line, so we'll see. But he kept coming to the matches, and I was like, that that means a lot to me. Yeah. In general, when, when fans are doing that, or or when people are doing that, it's like they really want to be there. It's the people who know it, understand it, those are the ones I respond to. So Ben was doing that for a bit, and then it was Comic-Con, um, and we were at Comic-Con, and we are at this party or something, and you're like, hey, Christian, oh, I want to introduce you. This is, uh, this is, this is, my, this is a guy, um, Andrew, who, I, who I, uh, I, I do the, the show with. And I was like, yeah, I've seen your show. And you're like, yeah, what's your name? <laughs> and I go, Christian. And he's like, this is Christian Roth. He's, he, run, he, runs the, he runs the thing. It's nice to meet you. And I'm like, I'm like, who's this cocky little prick? <laughs> I like him. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then... And then it was a matter of no, I said because I said yeah, I like I like because I watched your show. I would watch your show to see uh, kind of what you would do. What a jackass! Yeah, and I, and I saw the, and I saw the two of you guys and you had good chemistry. And I'm like, these guys could be real good bad guys. You know when that was, by the way? Was it San Diego Comic Con 2016? Drew and I had had a massive like almost like a falling out. Really? Not really. I mean, that wasn't. I wouldn't because obviously not really a falling out. Right. We had had a big issue in our friendship that I think we that summer we're kind of working through. Yeah, I think and so. That summer. We we were there at Comic Con getting freaking hammered at yeah. parties every night. At so parties. We, were, we probably met you like very drunk. Yeah, I, bet I, I was wasted. I would be unsurprised. It was probably like the, some NBC party or something like that. I don't remember or, where it was. Who yeah, knows? It was, it was some party That's for amazing. sure. But you were like really excited to kind of come up to me to be like, yeah. yeah. I, I think it had to have been that summer. It could have been 2017 because yeah. we no, were already in no, it. Was. Yeah, yeah, you're in the league. But uh, it was it was amazing. it was lead, it was leading into it. It was leading into it. And, I, and then I would I watched I watched the matches. Uh, I mean, excuse me, I watched the show, and I was like, yeah, these guys could be really good bad guys. Like, you th- oh, so you <clears throat> thought that. See, because the way the – way, oh, go ahead. You wanna, I was going to say, I remember you telling me <clears throat> that, like, once Christian had kind of gone along with the idea that, like, yeah, maybe you guys could come to the league. You were like, he wants us to be douchebags. Yeah. I didn't know – like true bad guys, but I. Well, that's still that's the, that's the same thing for me. Well, yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. I, and like I, you know, I hadn't watched wrestling in so long, so the whole heel and face thing had like totally slipped my mind. It, it like it just wasn't like verbiage I used anymore. Um, 
But at the same time, like when we joined the MTS, there wasn't really personalities quite like us. Like Roka was, but he was still like a fan favorite bad guy. He was like the most lovable heel ever. So what was it about us when you had us come in that was like was did you want us to actually change it or were you just like these guys could probably be douchey? Well, I didn't know. And Roka did Roka didn't always have the fans by the way. He the, the fans the fans really gave it to Roka in a in a way that they as you got went further and further down like cuz you became a lovable heel also. Yeah. But then after the most recent stuff now they're really starting to boo you in a way that we wanted them to, right? And then <laughs> Roka got to that point with the Riley stuff and everything. Roka Roka was right. there. Uh, it was the, it was after the Merle win that it was hard to boo Roka anymore because he just pulled off this amazing feat. So even though he, he had the feud with Riley afterwards again, it was it was eventually just and then the thing with Bibiani, it's like you just had to turn him face. But hmm. he was the first kind of character. Well, you guys, when you came in, it, it, so Shane McMahon back in the day had like the I always mess it up with like the Greenwich the Greenwich Posse or whatever too, and it's like these kind of like fratty douchey guys. Okay, sure, yeah. I didn't know you guys well enough, so that was kind of what I thought I was going to play you. I was like, these guys would be just kind of the fratty douchey guys who kind of come in and they just you know play them douchey. So Obnoxious, I said, douchey, yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah. and I said, will you guys be up for doing that? Yeah, absolutely. And you guys played Emma <laughs> Fife and and Joelle, and I remember inside of the first promo, I'm like I'm thinking to myself. These guys can cut a fucking promo. I'm like, this is good. Like, you didn't really know where you were going with it yet. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. We've talked yeah. about this so many times. So we go in the room with you at the old studios, yeah. and we just start like spouting off all anything we can come up with. <laughs> and I, I drop one line that's like so inappropriate and out of character. Oh, and I remember I said we're not going. And I was like, I was like, I, I stopped. And Drew, Drew looked at me. Why did you say that? <laughs> I was like, I was like. No man, I'm just trying to be a bad guy. And, and I was like, Christian, please don't ever use that. Like, you're like, I'm never gonna. I was like, well, no, we, but we were both like, he's gonna use it. Or he's gonna, he's gonna use it. Which I could understand because you're like, I, you know, you, there was no history yet there. Yeah, and there was, and there was no protecting the characters because there were no characters yet. This is the first kind of establishment of who the characters were. So, but the, but that's a, that's a great thing to be able to hit the lines. We've had people that can do that. It's can you play the game? So then the you know the Night Sisters come in. You guys play. You guys win. TKO. And I was like, okay, this is a good. And I remember to saying to Ken, this is a good thing for the league because these guys are embracing the character of it. Um, let's let's see what they can do against like Rachel because Rachel was good, but she wasn't the Rachel Cushing of today. No, definitely she was not. Still like learning the game and everything too. And Ken is Ken's Ken's good. Yeah. So that match was really I think the match that solidified you guys as the characters you come out with your moms you do the the, the kind of classic we're good guys all the, our moms are out of the way okay good we're back to being bad guys again. people talk about the the moms moment a lot i met some fans in uh new york uh and they had watched from the beginning and and one of i was a guy and a, and a girl and she had watched she's like i like the storylines more than the trivia she says but i remember you the first match of yours i ever saw was you came out with your moms yeah. and that's always really stuck with me she's like i always remembered you guys for that right, moment right. and like it, you know it's funny we uh, we talked about this kind of recently but in the old days if you go in there and you get like both players get 5 points in round 1 you get like 7 or 8 out of 12 in round 2 and you get like your 2, two and your of three, your 3 you yeah. feel like and you win you're like ah oh, yeah we're hot shit it's like Talk about where the league's gone because, like, if you go in there and collectively miss six questions in round one, right. you get, like, a 60% accuracy in round two you're and toast. miss your five-pointer. You don't you're, even – You're most likely just about to be TK. You're yeah. maybe the 10th yeah. or 14th best team in the league. That shows you two things. It shows you the evolution of the league itself but also yeah. shows you how strong the team's division has become. And the evolution of, of the actual gamesmanship. Right. In, in, right. Like, you watch people play. You watch mistakes that people make live, and it's 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 pretty shocking. It is. You know? And so that ma- – the magical game the with the um, – Nerds watch 
was good because it, it had a lot of characters. It also helped build up Rachel a little bit more, but yeah. it, it was a fight there. So then the question was really who you guys were going to play next. And the late to the party thing to me was a risk. Oh, it, we we were like, if we lose this, we're done. <laughs> we've, yeah. told, we've told this story so many times now, but it's like my favorite story in the yeah. world. We had this whole angle worked up. I think we told on the oh, last yeah. one. <laughs> like we, had, we had done the first one. We had come out to like the Top Gun theme. Right. And the yeah, second right. one, our moms. Yeah, right. well, there was one, one that you pitched me. I was like, what this, is no, this one? Is the one. Oh, okay. And then, so the second one, we come out. We come out. We play Take My Breath Away with our moms. And Ellis like, that's a weird song to play. Yeah. But it's Tom Cruise. And so we were like, all right, let's stick with the Tom Cruise thing. So, so <clears> I was like, we should do Secret Garden from Jerry Maguire. You were like, that's, that's, right. that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right. I was like, I'm going to come out. Or we, we, we like figured that I was going to come out as Cuba. I would bought a bald cap. I he bought a Hawaiian the, shirt. He had, the, he had like the chain. We had an the, old cell phone. Right. He had the sunglasses. He was going to – and I was going to come out with like white T-shirt and a jacket. And I was going to be like drunk. And I was going to be like, oh, I'm starting my own league. And he's like, I'll go with you, Jerry. Like we were going to be like – he was like, that's the dumbest thing I've You're ever like, Why <laughs> would you do that? You're like, you just played one of the best matches we've ever had in the MTS, like triple overtime. You guys yeah. won over the fans. And now you're going to come out defeated and drunk and, and dressed up in, in blackhead and, and you're going to play <laughs> Secret Garden? Right. What are you like, thinking? What the fuck are right. you guys doing? And we had just covered Training Day on Action Movie Anatomy and we had – I don't even remember what song <laughs> we used before that. But for a, for 100 episodes or something, we had played a different song. Right. That's right because then we came up with the, with the reacting bit. Yeah, I was right, like, well, right. what if we just grab these Chair. couch chairs right. and we right. change the music to Still Dre? Because Still Dre, we had just and we love the scene when the car goes up in Training Day. Yeah. So we're like, just, okay. just just take it. That's great. We'll use the song, yeah. and that just became Team Action and our show. We've used it ever since. Yeah, see that that to me that that became. I I'm always more of a big fan of definitive music for teams. Yeah, I I, I don't I I've made it very clear. I I think that the entrances when they come out and like stuff like that is it's fun and it's creative but I think it really defines teams when there's like a like a song like the Patriots had shipping up to Boston you guys had still dry yeah Hotel California from uh, Love the Line from right, Love the from Line, Love the Line. Which is so yeah sweet. and I think God, that like that. the only team that's really gotten away with it that that can do it that, that still is very definitive without having it is the Shire Wolves like the Shire Wolves can come yeah. out to like anything because it's the Shire Wolves you yeah. know like they, they can get away with it um, but I but I liked that I like that you guys were able to do that because it also it just fit the team personality, and 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 it did for that one. But that match, I remember thinking, this is a risk because Robert and Vanessa, they're they're good and they know they their, and they know their stuff. And it was also one of the things. Well, if late to the party wins, then that's the team I'm going to push. Yeah, now, that's that's where the wrestling promoter comes in on me. It's like, okay, if the boys win. I'm pushing these two heels, and we put them into the tournament, and they, they can see what they're going to do. But if late to the party wins, then I have two good guys, fans, and I'm just going to go through this 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 fan angle. Um, Did you want us to win? It wasn't a want, but it was it was a matter it was a matter of it was good for the league. I knew it would be good for the league if you did. Um, and when because either way would have been good. Robert and Vanessa the, because they remember that this was before Chance Ellison and yep. Paul Oyama and all these people like they were the first fans. So fans coming in doing well, then that means that other people out there could do it. So they were, could have been the poster people to do it. And they also had a great match when they, they upset critically acclaimed. Yeah, so, in the first round of the tournament. In the first round of the tournament. We set the new team's record when we beat them. Actually. Right. Like, yeah. Old days. Right. So my question to you is, you know, just to kind of build on that point for a second, uh, every fan recognizes there's a story aspect. Mm-hmm. There are storylines that you have in your mind that you think will work. But And we've said this before. Like, this is not wrestling. The outcomes are not predetermined. Right. Um do you ever go into matches sort of just sort of like, man, everything is riding on this? Like if this does – because obviously he's the example all time of everything right. riding on it not yeah. working out. Yeah. And that's kind of resulted in a better I story. Didn't have, but, yeah, the, uh, I – because – and I told him this many times. 
his match against Merle is the only match to where I said, I don't, I don't need a second alternative. What's gonna happen. <laughs> I, and I said, I said, I don't need a second alternative. What's going to happen if he if he wins? I'll I'll figure it out. Right, because I was so sure that it was going to happen. That's why you see my face. In the, in the, in the, in the, yeah. So when that happened, like I said to myself, from this day forward, I have to have. I mean, it worked out anyway because right away I knew well he's got to play Riley next, mm-hmm. and then if he beats him, then he's got to play Roka next. I mean that that was that was just how it went. Do you remember round by round? Because I just I just this? just no. rewatched it. You don't remember like between I, round one and I two? I remember watching the awning of Levine and Merle go up in flames. That's what I remember. You could just like picture it. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking to myself that Dan was going to get a title shot if he beat Guy coming back, and it would be and I would headline the next live event with Levine and Merle for the belt. And and then they'll play. It was my like like it's like eighty gremlins got released into the theater and just tore it to pieces. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. That room was so silent. Yeah, I loved it. But you know, rewinding that, but that was but that that was that turned you from like star to superstar. But like it was, but the evolution of getting there through both you guys was the characters were there and people were and the people did not like you. Right, but you didn't get the. It wasn't the beloved. Team action thing. The action army wasn't really forming right away yet. Like mm-hmm. starting the tournament, yeah. You were winning people over, right? It was the tournament that really because people just saw you as these douchey guys who talk shit, and then like, okay, fine. So you beat late to the party. You you lost to you lost to nerds watching. You beat the nerd uh, the the night sister. So what do you, what do you got in you? Right. And it was that tournament. <clears throat> there was the tournament that that really sh- uh, shifted it all up. Beating Trek. Yeah, I remember. I mean, because and we've we've gone beat by beat through the the good times. Uh, <laughs> so, and I don't want to dwell on them too much because I do want to talk a little bit about the more recent stuff. Yeah. But you know, we ran through that tournament, and um, if you think about like the big seasons of Schmodown, right, four, five, and six. Because yep. I guess three is the first big season. Yeah. it's here. Yeah. Or at the old building. Right, right. Four, five, and six feels like it's when the it's when the fully formed idea starts to take place. Yeah, exponentially growing every year. And I would say in season four, if you were going to sort of rank the top five, I don't know, icons or whatever, action was a top five thing. But Drew and Ben weren't yet. We weren't a yeah. thing yet right. in team four. Definitely. Right. Team five, I think we were both in the top five. And I would say team season six, it's the same thing. Well, the tackle of Roka made, made you guys kind of go off on your own for a little bit because of the suspension. And then, then, then the focus was on you a little bit as a star. Because, and I said this the other day on on the show, like, and we can get into this a little bit later, whether there's an argument or not. Uh, when you guys were together towards the end of your run, you were looked at as like the star player as far as the two of you went. But when it started, I think it's, I think it's pretty fair to say it's still there. But yeah, but, I mean, he has a worse <laughs> record than I do, and he's never true. won on the big stage. So. And we'll get into all that. But when the, when we first started, it was not the case. He was the star player. He, like, I remember the first two matches. Yeah, people thought he was better. Drew was yeah. carrying me. And I remember even so much that Robert from Late to the Party said it was. He called me the weak link he in a promo. You the weak link. Yeah, yeah, promo. I remember the first, that. The first two matches, Drew was on fire, and, and you, were, you, you were not the player that you are today. There's just no doubt about it. Um, and so, yeah, so that, that, whole, that, that, I remember that whole thing, how that came to be with the free for all, because Dan was supposed to play. In the free for all, he was, you know, and he's talked about it. He's been pretty uh, public about it that he had a, he had a passing in his family and he couldn't make it. Mm. So what I had then said was, okay, it was it was the day of the free for all, and I and I walked up to Drew and I said, you gotta you gotta come in and dance music, and just pretend that just pretend you because because it's like he's because he, everyone thinks he's gonna everyone here thinks he's gonna be here. They still think he's gonna be here. Let's just 
why don't you just pretend you're him and, and walk in? What's so funny scare about everybody. this is that, like, <clears throat> I was like, okay, that sounds yeah. fun. And I really hope that I win because I'm coming in so late so that Team Action can get a title shot. Right. That was what I wanted out right. of this, which is which is hilarious <laughs> it now. Was, it was funny. And then so when that – and that – then that just evolved into because if you look at all the reactions to when he came in from the fans, like it was one of the biggest moments. And then I was like, well, we can't, you can't stop it here, right? I was like, we just can't stop it here. We got to keep going with it. That's the. I mean, I would. I think if you talk about the moments for each, each, you talk about action and the moments for us. Like, I think that's the dastardly moment that starts. Yeah, beating Dan's the moment. Like that's the that's the I go. For, that's like you become a superstar. Yeah, you know, and like most players have that moment. You know, one way or another. I think the older players, like I think you guys from the original generation, yeah. most of you guys don't because it didn't exist yet. Like there wasn't a moment that turned like Riley into a superstar. Well, he, he just won the tournament. He won the first tournament. He right. just like, was there winning. from the beginning. Yeah. Like all you guys were. So right. it's like every single person from that first generation almost just gets like grandfathered into being a star because the whole show's based around you guys. Well, you still have to win because there are a lot of people that were in that in that tournament you never heard of. Like, yeah, I forgot about and Naveed Macalarji. You know, like he's like he's a friend of mine. I know him, but no, yeah. no one remembers Naveed. You know, yeah. it's like the kid, not the not the kid we have now the first kid hmm. uh he he played he played up against uh jt and almost beat him have you watched any of those old the old after buzz matches the ones, the ones in there yeah. i think i've seen maybe two or three they're available they're, on, they're available on schmodown classic on audio really? yeah you can go to the schmodown classic feed and they have seasons one and two and three's going up there now too. i think when i first joined i went back and like watched so almost every that match. many matches yeah. like i mean all we, we yeah. when we got in the league there was season three at collider and then there was only the AfterBuzz matches. Right. So yeah. we had a season to watch. And then there was just – I would just like – because the old ones, the production value is not what it is now. So mm-hmm. I would just listen. I'd put it on the front seat of my car and just listen right. just to kind of get a sense of like try to learn the game. But the game is also totally different. Right. It's almost yeah. useless to try to learn the game from that because like there's no more Ask a Schmo. The soundtrack thing's gone. Right. The structure of round one's gone. Right. Most of the things that existed. Well, the final round was all betting. One, three, five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. So one, three, five didn't come. Yeah, that, that came about – Right before round, right before season three started, I remember we needed a new round because there were so many complaints about the betting round being the final thing because it just mm. wasn't fair. So I remember calling Ellis and I said, "I got an idea. What if we just throw numbers into a into like a hat or just, or just pick like twenty numbers and then you just pick it? And the first one we worth like one point, second one we worth three, and then the third one five. Uh, and that's kind of how that came to be. But um, so my question yeah. then moving forward, so so this happens, right? The the Dan. Or th- these moments are happening where I come out of the free-for-all and you see. So when did you or had you started to be like, all right, so let's start to break these guys up? Or had it not happened yet because – Who's the boss started that? Who's the boss? Yeah, Once you saw how they were rolling through that tournament. Yeah, because it was it was a matter of where I said to myself – because I, we it's always been – and we talked about it. There's always been the, the idea of eventually – we just didn't know when. Eventually, team action would split up and play one another. Yeah, we said it since day one. We just yeah. had no idea. It's just – the matter is how. And matter is does it make sense? And when who's the boss for him? It's like, well, now it's starting to make sense. Because people may or may not realize this. You were supposed to play in the tournament. Yeah. You were going to be paired with – Rachel, um, and then Rachel was won the titles. But then, but then you were gonna, and then we just you weren't gonna be available anyway. So we just took you out of. Dude, the that is still my favorite team that has never graced the stage. Yeah, is me and Cushing. Yeah. It would be so fun with been. my personality with hers. It would have been so interesting. Yeah. But and then it was gonna be McQueenie and Clark. But that just never came to be. Jesus and Christ! I know. Also crazy. Yeah. Team. Also crazy team. So so yeah. So when you were out of the tournament then. And then it took you out of the spotlight for a bit, yeah. And and that also at that because you just had your whole run. You were the, you, the it was funny because I remember talking about this with with Ben. After you beat Dan, 
the spotlight was bright, was just shining right on you. Then it's like, boom, now you got to beat Riley. And you beat Riley. Then it was just like, okay, this guy's got a chance to, to play the title. And then when, when you faced Roka, your biggest rival of all time, and then after that, Roka wins, and it's like, okay, now there's a little bit of ice. Yeah. The ice is cooled, and then the spotlight then sh- shines over to Ben. And now it's okay. Now Ben is in this anarchy tournament because the funny thing is, and I don't know if Riley's ever told you this. Um, this is actually a funny story to tell. When we were going through for, for anarchy as we were putting the teams together for the tournament, um, I, I was going through them and, and matching them together. And I, it was my old office. And I go to, I go to Riley. I go, Riley. <laughs> I love this. I'm about Ben. Nah. <laughs> and, and then I was like, I was like all right. So then I'm going through other ones, and then then like after about a half an hour, he goes, "I've been thinking about it." He, yeah, Ben works. Ben yeah. works. And I was like, I was like, "You want to?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I, I don't, I, ben, Ben. I'm like, "All right." So then I put, I'm putting together the teams. And I was like, "That'll work. That'll work. That'll work." And um and then yeah, so then who's the boss? Form that way because Riley. Did you know that Riley initially said no? no I didn't yeah. think so because I saw him. I saw him at a. A party uh, July probably last yeah. year. Yeah, July last year, right after I think the announcement had happened like a week yeah. or two before. In fact, they might not have even happened. He might have just known right before they happened. And he was like, "Hey, I heard, buddy. I'm just gonna be you and me. It's a good team, you know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm real excited." And I was like, "I think we can do this thing." He's like, "I think we can do it too." That's like, why he, he was excited because he came. He came back a half yeah. an hour later because he, he really thought about it and yeah. came back in. But like uh, the reason why a lot of those teams were put together was because it was supposed to be match up these people that just. Shouldn't get along character wise, right? And he's like yeah. Bibiani and Nost was great. Yeah. JTE and Lon was phenomenal. Yeah, it's just JT has his injury, right? <clears throat> yeah, but that and and that's why people, everybody, a lot of fans, I'd say fifty percent of the fans yelled and yelled and yelled at me about Anarchy. Why are you breaking up all the teams? I loved what, the idea. Anarchy shaped the team division of what we have now. Without Anarchy, the team division is not as strong, not even close. You got no. the Paddington 2, you got, I mean, you know, so Inky in the Brain, you got uh, the, Who's the Boss, you've got I mean, all... Who's the Boss, the Odd, odd couple, couple, Evil Geniuses, all these you got teams all, are great. It's, it's, it was the best thing that we ever did. And inside of that, this, then the, shot, the spotlight starts to become, because Ben and Riley didn't just win, they were kicking the shit out of everybody. Yeah, they were uh, rolling. Yeah. I, I also remember just before you go down that road... Kalinowski was pushed really hard last year. Totally. Really, really hard. He was the lead story. And you and Kalinowski were the most active people in the Facebook group. Yeah. So the friction, because Dashley was going, and Kalinowski was unabashed. He would go after people. He was, I mean, sometimes it would just be like, is he playing a character? Is he mad? Is he just getting out his anger? What is this guy doing? And so there there would always be this, like, friction with the two of you guys. So because he and corruption and anarchy were all being pushed at the same time, I remember you just being like, this is stupid. Yeah. This, this whole thing's like, stupid. I was like, fuck this. Yeah, Kalinowski's so stupid. Corruption's stupid. I want nothing to do with it. Like, like when I found out yeah. that you were going to reveal him <laughs> as being a puppet the whole time, I I was like, I had never been happier. I used, a <laughs> I couple, couple quotes from that Dan match started re-popping up in my life. Yeah. I, re- I remember you were just like, you were just like, Overwhelmed with excitement, you were like, "He's just been a puppet the whole time." Well, we'll see. Just... Eventually, I mean, we'll see. Mike, Mike was Mike's one of my Mike's a really good friend of mine. Mike was uh, Mike was really instrumental in, in kind of pushing those storylines because he, he played into it so well. He's a good performer. I mean, he did a good he's job. Yeah, great he did a great job. He's he a did great, great performer, job. and he's the second, probably the second or third best in the league performers. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's what it comes down to. And that's, that's actually, but it, it, you asked me this, and it's it, yeah. we are running a wrestling league. We have mm-hmm. the big personalities yeah. that don't want to let up their top spots, and I get it. It's like when I'm the top dog, and whether it's in character, whether it's the, the yeah. tournament, you want to keep your top spot. I mean, look at Smets. 
Schmetz is a, is a is a warrior. This guy's three and zero already, kicking faces, and every Intergeekdom player, Cushing and Kalinowski included, are looking over their shoulder right now. You do know who Schmetz has based his entire career off of, don't you? Is it you? It's us. Oh, action! It's, it's all action. He is literally he is a disciple of the action system. Everything came from up. the trash talk to the entrances to the exits to the studying techniques, yeah. like every single thing he's told us has been like. I've watched everything you've done and studied it and trying to replicate it. I've said this before, but like I, I am probably of all the players in the league the most vocal about how systematic I am with yeah. information ingestion. And I, w- I always say, like, I think I took what Roka did because he tried to really next level that stuff. And I think I next level Roka. And it's pretty clear Smets has taken what I was doing and yeah. he's just next level what I did by far. Like well, that, the stuff I've heard that this kid does oh, is it's like crazy. He's it's nuts, man. Beyond what I and what's crazy about it is that that's just the next evolution of the Schmodown player. Like you guys were the next evolution of the Schmodown player. He is. There's other players coming in. It's there's there's, there's a ton. But um, but moving moving on as as that happens, that match goes down. The tournament happens. You beat uh, corruption, and you beat then then it's the finals, and you guys knock out the the Harris brothers to. Well, uh, you're, you're uh, skipping probably the most important piece of this, which is. Which is the live show against the Shire Wolves. We, right. we had come back after the suspension and had this match against right. DC Movie News. And it was like – it was weird because, again, like Drew and I do a show together every week. At this point, the action guys didn't exist. So we would – you know, we've been doing Action Movie Anatomy every week for four years. We've almost never missed a week. Well, that's funny to hold that real quick because as much as you were saying with, uh, with Kalinowski that you're responsible for corruption – you're, oh, I know. You guys are responsible for that whole thing because you, guys, we you, beat set, them. you yeah. set him down that pass. I mean, the truth of the matter is he was going heel either way. But if he would have, if he would have lost that, if he would have won that match, then Gertler and La, and Laquasta were going to go heel with him, and it was going to be a totally uh, different fashion. So corruption probably wouldn't have happened. It probably would have been. It probably would have been something completely different. Corruption just. Mike was going to turn heel. We just didn't know where he was going. Yeah. You didn't know what. We just knew he was going to go bad. The corruption started to happen like as as it just evolved. Yeah. So, but anyway, wrecked so you, him. Yeah, you guys beat him. Damn near killed him. So <laughs> we we uh, we're play this match against the Shire Wolves, and and this is, I mean, look, I I want to win in Houston. I don't think I've been secretive about this, and uh, we do a show together, so it's not like I'm going to like scream and yell at you here. But like, it's been clear from the beginning that there are big moments. That you have not been happy with your own performance in. A hundred percent. I mean, the two biggest moments in my career were the two worst matches I've ever played in round one, which is above the line when I missed a question that, you know, looking back now, had it been 2019 or even last year. Yeah. I missed that question or not even I get to that question and I hear it and you look at me and I realize you look at me. I used at least two JTGs. Is this the big fish question? The big fish question. Because that no, sent it's me. The, it's the Hemsworth question that sends you off the path. You're right. Just, yeah, yeah. So the Hemsworth question is what sends me off the path. And then the big fish the question. question the so it's, it's. I thought it said which actors portrayed the Winklevoss twins. Oh, right. right. And I write Army Hammer. And I'm like, oh, fuck. They said actors. Oh, fuck. They said actors. And I'm like, and then I scribble down Liam Hemsworth because I'm like, who else looks just like him? And then someone puts up their I, – actually, I don't know if I was first or second, but someone goes – and I'm just like, oh, right. it's too early. It's too early for this, man. Like, what the f- – what just right. happened? Right. And then I think the next question is either the Mila Kunis or the Big Fish question. And then 
at that point, I'm just gone. And they're easy. It's like who played who played the girlfriend in Ted. Right, yep. right. And so I've never your, even seen Big Fish. Your brain was just mush at that point. It was. Yeah. I was just so upset with myself. Yeah. And then it was like in Big Fish. It was like Tim Burton directs, you know, uh, Ewan McGregor in 03 in what movie? Yeah, it wasn't even. It was easier than that. It was. It was Ewan McGregor and uh, Albert Finney. And Albert Finney. And I was just like, and you looked at me, and I was like, why is he? I was like, he's looking at me because I know the answer to this. I know he loves it. I'd never seen the movie, but I got it right. So, and so that happens, and, and we lose, and it's it's fucking terrible. I've never watched that match. That's I right. still I to this day have not yeah, watched right. the above the line right. team action match. And then the next big moment is the Shire Wolves, and I go I think three of eight or three of three of eight in round one or something like that. It's something horrible. The fans are yelling at me in the crowd like right. get carried, get carried, and I'm just like fuming. Right. And then round two happens, and we come back. We both answer a decent amount of questions, and and the, no, the way. It's movie release dates. Oh yeah, so I I know like one of them. Yeah. you run it, and it's like it's it's also this thing where I even to this day with the family I prefer to not answer in the microphone. In McQueen and I still need to figure out our, our rhythm because like he'll still defer to me to answer. I don't like to answer on right. the microphone. It's just not what I usually. I, I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> and there's only one microphone on the stage. Right. And so when we get to the two and the three and the five, and the five comes up for for uh, you know Jungle Book, and who and I just watched it the week before, and I lean over and I go, it's 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 Gus from from Breaking Bad, it's uh, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. And you, you, like, you said that I said it, hundred yeah. percent. He's and like, I, and I go, I go, I don't know, I don't know. Are you sure? I'm like a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent sure I saw it last week. I know this. Right. And then Ben leans over, and, and and he doesn't. He still doesn't quite believe me. He's I can see he's still working in his mind, which is fair. Kind of, because I'm 100%. It's not like I'm 95. Right. I'm 100%. And he's like waiting, waiting, waiting. And then he goes, uh, uh Stanton. And, and I go, wait, what? And then you're like, what? And then the whole room right. stops. Right. And, you know, the Shire Wolves immediately, they're like, they they know I don't even know if they know who Giancarlo Stanton is. They know that he did not voice right. in Jungle Book. Right. And and then I'm like, no, f- fuck bullshit. Like you're right. already starting to say who the next winner is. And right. I like want to challenge. I'm losing it. Right. And so I'm I'm upset. I know the answer. It's a pivotal moment. They still have to answer two questions. So we still could have lost. Right. But we hadn't lost yet. And it's brutal because he has this bad round one. And then we I get my category in round two. So it's like even if he knows two of them, three right. of them. Doesn't matter. Exactly. The audience is going to And with assume. the five, he could have proved that uh, we did this together. Yeah. And I, right, right. And it doesn't matter. And, and then also like – I mean people have talked about the disparity of difficulty in questions. But that's the whole like – Kelly McGillis in The Accused yeah, versus, versus Reese Witherspoon in Walk the Line. It was like, yeah, one of them is a not famous person who hasn't made a movie in 30 years, and the other one won Best, Best Actress like 10 years ago. It was like one of those moments that was just like, really? And so he, we're both kind of just pissed, and this happens. It brings me back to life, though. Like my brain is a, like the adrenaline and the fact that right. – so you give us another question, and it's, and it's who plays uh, Mr. Watson in Dennis the Menace? And I'm like, oh, I was like, I know this. It's 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 the guy. It's the two guys in Grumpy Old Men, yeah, and they were Jack Lemon. It was Jack Lemon, and it was it was it was uh, it was. And, and you just go Tony Curtis. Well, no, it's like counting down three, two, yeah, one. And he said, I'm starting to say it's say Walt, the name. And then I'm like, it's like as I say, no it's JT Walt, rolls off. No, no one left. And I say Tony Curtis because. Jack right. Lemon, The Odd Couple. Right. I just like that's literally like with one second we don't know the answer. And again, I'm like no, and it's just at that point it's over. We point, know it's over. Point four seconds later, he says he says Walter Matthau before you guys reveal it. Right. He yep. gets it a half a second after you say, you know, and yeah, I remember he says it in the microphone. Yeah, right, right. and that and that led well, the, and, and we and we'll talk about that a little bit too because there was 
there was a big argument about it too about what had happened and reason with the Stanton thing anyway, and then and, and rules have been changed since that because of the because of that particular thing. It's like the 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 way that it went down. You said Stanton match should have been over, um, but then the what happened and all all that, but. The thing was, everybody was heated because of it, because it was a big match, and it, yeah. because, it, because it led to a title shot. And this was also like, was this the second live event ever? It was the second live event. And yeah. so, um, but, and that was when we also had this, that was the big reveal of the Horseman yeah. coming out, too. So, and the thing is, is that that should be said about, about Drew, because Drew was heated. Drew was really heated. I was, that night. Like, Christian, Christian and I kind of got into it backstage because I was really upset. We were both very set in what had happened, and, and like... He saw it one way, I saw it another way, and, and you know, uh, emotions were high. <laughs> yeah, cooler heads prevailed towards the end of it. But, yeah, definitely. But the, the, the compliment that I, that I was going to give you is the fact that, like, he was heated, but every note that I gave him regarding the w- the way we need to hit that bit to reveal the horseman, um, he did. He, he hit it because I, was, I honestly was like, if this guy – like does this thing and fucks up my shit here because he's mad at a thing that it was we're was done like, i was like it's the last thing yeah he's ever we're done do here yeah and he did he hit every moment that i that i wanted him to do and then some fake dan fake dan was one of my favorite things that we did and then you but you came out it was you hit the moments you did it didn't like sometimes people don't hit the beats they try to go on more and more and more and it just drags um you didn't do that you hit it at the moment because that was a great moment and then that was afterwards that I because that's when we we got into it a little bit. But we sat down in the green room, we talked it out, and and, and that was it. And um and but that was yeah because it was an emotional thing and it showed how much you guys cared about it. But then um then you fast forward because the Shire was uh, they 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 get that match they win the, they win the titles and so that is kind of like your overall narrative is chasing that chasing that belt you and Andreco chasing that belt and it's like so you have. Uh, you have that shot. You make it through the tournament. The you know? only teams Action ever lost to were all champions other than Nerds Watch. Right. The only T- player that we that ever lost to that wasn't a champion was Ken Napzok, and he was a champion in IG. Otherwise, and, I mean, in, in Star Wars. Right? I mean, in Star Wars. Otherwise, it's been Rachel, Sam, right. John, Matt, and Drew. That's it. Right. The only player... You idiot! Why did you leave? <laughs> only player I've ever lost to who's not a champion is Draco. He's the only one. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then you have so then you have uh, that match, the Shirewolves match, which is easily the, the best team title match that we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the Shirewolves had a lot to prove in that match, and they were coming out for blood because there was a lot. Of, people don't realize it now because you look at them at this elite team and are they better than the Patriots conversation, right? Um, but at that time, going into it, it was. Can are they a paper ch- team? They 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 beat they beat Brienne and because well, there was uh, all that bullshit going on about like their matches were fixed. They had an easy rose to the right. title and all that, and it was like, can they prove it? And and I know still people don't give a ton of credit to action, which I, I have no idea why they don't. But that was definitely like. They're just so good. I mean, their yeah. first match was a, was a fake win, like the one that you and Drew you and Drew had. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know why you say fake. I don't know what this means. I mean, I played with my teammate, <laughs> and you brought in. I played with Dagnino, and you replaced Burnett. Yeah, I don't think either. I got to be honest. I don't think either win was a fake win. I think both. Them, I think I, both. Both. If you, if you're playing, and you're answering <laughs> questions. It's a win. Whatever can help you sleep at night, Ben. Yeah, because it's, that's ridiculous. Like the, Riley is an all time player that would have come weren't in. With, you weren't with your teammate, but it's still a real match. I had a uh, perfect TK, round, and I TKO'd that point away from beating you on my own like that's not 
It's a great Regardless. that it goes for your record. Doesn't go against my team record, right? Well, but it's the, the Shirewolves had a similar. No, you are you have you are four yeah, four fine. and two at the moment, um, but you were four and zero oh going into that match, and it came down to the wire. The Shirewolves hit it. Now I saw you after the match. You were devastated because you knew yeah. that, you knew that yeah. title. That was a title that you you thought you had. You talking you guys about were, which one? The, the spectacular Ours. three. No, the, when, no, the title oh, match. Who's when the it, boss? When, right. It. So and that and that's what kind of led to. So and I'll, this is a behind the scenes thing. The there was always going to be Drew turning on Ben at Spectacular. It was always a, it was always the thing. We were going to happen. Now originally, because we were going to get breakaway glass. Yeah, oh, sh- yeah, sugar glass. Yeah, we get sugar glass, and we were going to have we were going to have a, like a rocker style. It was going to literally be Marty Janetti. But that's see, I'm going to cut you off for a second because uh-huh. this is the thing about this part that we always refer to our storyline as Shawn Michaels, Marty Janetti. That's wrong because Marty Janetti is Marty Janetti, right. and neither of us is Marty Janetti in this I, league. I'm just saying, as far as the actual event itself, I'm you, just saying that's, that's something. I mean, I'm Shawn Michaels, so you've got to be Marty Janetti. That's yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> is not true. Well, it doesn't matter because nobody went through glass. You just and and so, but that was going to happen, and then we it just it, it it wasn't enough time to do it. It was a big thing, and then I said, "Well," I said to Thad, "I said, can we get a breakaway table? Can we get a table?" And he's like, yeah. He's like, I think I can find one. So we found that table and we set it up to where Brad was doing the interviews. I the love whole time. that you guys used it for the interviews. Yeah, it was just totally sold it because for that's the day. why people didn't know it was coming. So all, all day during the day, like, don't touch, the, don't, don't touch, touch the, the table. table. <laughs> right. And then because of what was, what it was going to be was if Ben won the championship. Then Drew would go in there, congratulate him, talk to him about the faction, then turn on him, and then take the belt and say, "This is what you left. This is what you. It is, I hope that this is worth it." And then put the belt on him. But he did. I said, "If he doesn't, then it'll then it'll be more of basically what you saw." And that kind of led to the to the the end of action and broke a lot of hearts. This guy was crying. Yeah, but it, broke, yeah. It, broke, it broke a Were lot. You really. Not crying, but he was yeah. pretty bummed about it. Uh, but there, no, there, you watch some. You're fired. Do you know guys watch? Uh, it's now uh, dedicated to art. That yeah, yeah. Arena and Keys. Keys. Yeah, yeah they, he, they cried. Yeah, he, they they were they were like they were devastated. Oh, yeah, they were devastated. And that's that yeah. was the point. We wanted people to be. Dev- I said I said to you guys, the action army is going to hate me after today. I was I was, um, you know, the scene we, we filmed the scene twice. Yeah, and uh, I was legitimate, like almost in tears. Like I. I've never felt as deflated by a, a loss uh, until that moment. Right. You know, that was like. Well, it's because you've been doing so great, and then you had both your losses within a week of each other, and I lost they to both Clark. were right before the next, right, the like the biggest right. step. You know, and it was just like, I mean, some of you guys know that I again I study pretty systematically. I watched every Pixar movie back to back to back to back to back. I did it in two weeks just so I could learn the category and. Our reason we lost the matches because I couldn't remember Hector. Right. I couldn't remember the character's right. name in a Pixar movie. If I had remember that, we win that we win that match. Right. So it was like one of those like you do everything, you prepare, you get ready, and you're so. And then like I walk off stage and it's like I'm going through a table in a second. Right. I'm gonna have to channel all of this and just get shit on further. Right. And Drew's gonna look awesome. And I'm going to look like a bitch. It's happened to you twice. <laughs> it's, I was just going to say, yeah. and then it happened uh, both times, the biggest the biggest moments. And, yeah. uh, you know, like it's, again, we're friends, but we're competitive. And I don't want to be the butt of the joke. I want to be a fucking champion. Right. I'm ready to win. Yeah, it uh, it was it was really brutal. Like that was that's right. tough. Well, that was and so that was the idea. And, it, and people and because another thing people don't realize is that so what we were going to do was we were going to build up a lot of the storylines, let it play like every week, and then the first throwdown throwdown 
was going to be Guy versus Bateman mm-hmm. in February. That was going to be the main event, Guy versus Bateman, and let's let's get let's really pump up that throwdown. And Ben was out of town. Ben had a had a, an event that he couldn't get to. Uh, oh, is and, that why yeah. we didn't do it? So I said, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put Cushing and and Kalinowski because Cushing and well, if Cushing wins against Lavic, she'll play Kalinowski in the main event. So let's do that. Um, and then I was like, well, and then Ben's like, well, when will Drew and I play? I said, now we just got to build it. Yeah. Now we just got to build it more. Um, and we did the thing with the, with the teams, with the, the joining of the, of forming the family, family, the, the Dagnino scenes and everything leading up to it. So, and then we, you know, we, then we have this match between you guys that sets up the stakes and sets up the Booker T stuff. And now here we are, May 18th, you know, well, we don't want to flip past, I guess, Chicago. Because Chicago, Chicago. When's is... the last time you actually won? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Since the mascot burnt, <laughs> I guess it was probably the award that I won for us at the awards show. <laughs> it was probably the last time. I think the yeah the last match I won <clears throat> was a while ago. Honestly, yeah. I lost. I Janine, I lost. Right? Yeah, I lost to Mance narrowly in uh, that movie release dates yeah, match. Yeah. I lost to Clark. I lost to the Shirewolves. I lost to I Clark. Lost, I lost to Clark. I lost to Clark. I lost the fake match. And then I lost to Odd Couple. Odd Couple. I haven't played in singles yet this year. Right. Right? This is the first one. You're going to lose this Saturday. So I've lost, I've lost five in a row. Six. Now, I had won seven in a row going into the loss. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. I remember, yeah it, was a, it was that big run that you were doing. Um, but, yeah, so then the Odd Couple thing happens. And a lot of people – and I talked about it on live. But – I, the, how the whole Roxy thing came yeah. together. Mm. Yeah. I was driving in my car, and because there's always a tag at these at these live events, and I and I'm driving in my car to way to work, and I go, oh, Roxy needs to slap Ben in the face. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, I was like, yeah. So I, so I called Ben first, and I, said, <laughs> and I said, here's my idea. You got to tell me if you if you're not into it, then then it, then we're done. Then, yeah. Then, and I and I pitched him. He's like, yeah, if she's down, then let, let's do it. I called Roxy. She's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. So, and then, but and the, and to Ben's credit, when we were going over, we were kind of doing the the stuff in the beginning where she was kind of showing the the, the blocking of the event. Ben goes, "You got it." She says to Roxy, yeah, "You got to crack me because if you don't, it's not, it's not gonna, like so it's these morons who are writing on the thing. Oh, the fake slap. She cracked you. Yeah, now I got whacked. Yeah, yeah, she slaps you. It. Um, I mean, that's another one. That's another match that was just like. Devastating. Ah, devastating. Yeah. I mean, it's hard too because, I mean, Drew has way better wins than I have in his career. Right. Way better wins. I'm a four and four player. He's a two and one player. He's beaten Dan Merle. He's right. beaten Mark Riley. My best win of all time is against Janine. Lon, <laughs> Janine, and Lon. Janine, Janine is is she's becoming a, a force. She, yeah. I mean, I'm I just wouldn't saying, discredit that win at all. Those are those are the best. Those are the players that right. I've beaten. Like. You know, I, we beat top non-championship 10. level. You're saying, and well, it's just it's just tough because like, yeah, it's really cute and fun to have the title of like the best player to never win a title and like you know whatever people say I'm elite now, but like all that goes away if I just lose. Right. It, it's like you stop being charming and enchanting and like an underdog that people want to root for if you just lose all the time. Right. Well, that's the and that's the stipulation here. And it's like so if you lose on Saturday. That tournament, you're not going to be playing in singles for the rest of the year. You're you'll, done. You'll have one match this year. If you win, you get to pick Drew's next opponent, yeah, whoever that that may be. Um, and so let's talk about the actual match, Drew. Let's let's start with you here too. Why are you going to win uh, this match, and and what do you have to say to him? Well, I mean, what I love about this is 
you know, I don't know if it's if it's your writing or if it's just me putting myself in a good position. Is I am always in a position to where I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And for me, it feels great because if I lose, it's like okay, that means you just have to play again. If Ben loses, he's done. And I know that Ben cares about this so much that it's in his head, it's in his mind that he's got so much more riding on this. It's not like. You lose in the team tournament, you're not going to be a champion. It sucks. You still get to keep playing. There's still a moment that comes after that. If I win, when I win, Ben is just done. And for me, I just, I'm just i all smiles because even if I lose, even if I lose, which I won't, I've once again, I've headlined, headlined another live event. I've got this incredible teammate in the family. I think we've already got a match lined up because I don't know why Inky in the Brain was stupid enough to call us out. That's, right. just, that's just dumb. I'm sorry, my friends. But... Uh, I mean, I've been put in the, the the highest pressure situations against two two-time champions, now a three-time champion, and John Rocco, who is also now is he, he's a two-time champ. Yeah. And it's fine. I, I've only lost to champions. That's it. I've only lost to people that have carried a belt, and Ben's only taken pictures next to belts. You know, so for me, it's I'm fine with that. Ben, it's cute. Thank you. You're not gonna get in my head. So uh, see, the, you're turning red. The the reason I'm gonna win is because I'm a better player. And at a certain point, Better averages... Better players don't lose seven in a row, dude. Averages... I have not lost seven in a row. <laughs> at a certain point, averages bear out, man. I know what you know. I know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. I know everything that's inside your head that you could possibly pull in a match. I've always been a better player. Except for things like Bangarang and, you know, what happens yeah. at the end of Snatch and, you know, the love bug and how Santa Claus dies at the end. You know, all these things that you haven't yeah. known. It's, that's fine. I just... I know the reason I'm going to win. Because you have to in the biggest moments when you and I have been on stage at the same time, all you do is blow it. And you <laughs> we literally just had a 20 minute segment about how all you did was blow it in the live event against the Sharewolves. I'll so, take responsibility for saying the, the one wrong line, but that's not going to help you get better than three again, points in round one. A moment that you didn't know the answer. It, as long as we talk about what's on the surface level of movies, you're fine because you don't actually watch movies. You, you're just a person that studies movies. You have to actually love film to be good at this and to win a belt. You're just the same way you were with basketball. You just fake it, man. You just read books and act like you know what you're talking about. It, I'm sorry, but this is the movie trivia schmodown. It's also things that happen inside of movies, not just what's on the box cover. I watch plenty of movies. I, I don't. I don't need to argue with you. It's not. What was the guy's movie? name in? Uh, what was that guy's name in that Pixar movie? God, what was that guy's yeah. name? Was it Hector? So the answer to your question, Edward? Christian. Right. So let me ask you this though, because like this is what he does. This is what he does. I mean, I'm aware. And he does, I've, I've and he does it well. Yeah. And he and, and the thing is, he's been able to do it against people that he hasn't had a lot of ammo with because he's been, you know, he's, he's but he just finds a way. He's known you for a long time. He knows what makes you tick. And, the, you know, the other thing, again, whether or not there's two things here that I got to ask you about this Booker T relationship you got now. Yeah. Uh, I was I was surprised to see that Booker is is. I thought Booker was going to say when he said that I'm taking the person that I believe has been loyal to his friend and I'm backing Andrew Guy. <clears throat> I thought he was going to say Ben, uh, and then he and then he makes this call that there's no there's no managers allowed there, so you can't have Drew there, you can't have. Uh, I never want. I never wanted that's anyone what he, there, and that's yeah. what he said. So it's a one on one match, and no one. So tell me about this relationship with Booker T. Well, because again, I mean, Ben's sitting here trying to huff and puff and act like he's all tough, but I'm he's, and he's scared. And that's why he wanted everyone there. He specifically asked Booker. He's like, Christian, Booker, we need to have a conference call. We need to get this set. I need to have who's the boss. I need to have my whole faction in, in Houston. And I'm like, why? 
Why why would we possibly need other people there? This is a one-on-one match. It it's a bad show. You want to put on a show. You want to bring your people. I think we owe it to the league. We owe it to the fans. I know that you've been carried charismatically by your teammates since the moment you've joined the league, but I'm more than happy to put on a show by myself for the fans in Houston. And and I can do that. Just as Booker has done for his entire career, he knows he can be a, he can be a champion in singles. He can be a champion in teams. It's about putting on a show. And I am going to give the fans the show that they want by myself because that's what it is. It's a singles match. If this was who's the boss versus the family, I would encourage you to bring Riley because he's your teammate. Look, man, I, we don't need to like – Ignore kayfabe and like get into it right here. I don't need to do that. Are you getting okay? upset? It no, like I'm not getting upset. upset. We have to tape another show after this. I don't want to be all like pissed <clears> off. Why don't you just like chill out? Answer the question. Stop going at me. It's not necessary. I did answer the question. That was the answer to the question. All right. Well, listen. So, was it, so do you have any thoughts on the fact that Booker T has in, indeed endorsed Andrew Guy? Yeah, he's making a mistake. Right. And I don't you, know. You respect Booker T very much. I mean, I I respected him more before he pulled it for Andrew. Right. I mean, I know the man's a six-time champ. You just don't understand why. Yes. Right. I'm very appreciative that Booker is hosting the Schmodown. Right. I think that well, that's a guys... smart decision. And I think that when I – I have not met Booker. I know, right. Drew, I don't know what you've done with Booker. <laughs> but when I meet Booker, I'm sure I will make an impression on Booker. And I'm excited to talk to Booker and, and get to know the guy because I think right. – You have a chance. You're going on ESPN. You're going to be on ESPN. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it's air already by, by the time you can probably check that out, that interview. The two of those guys will be on Booker Show Hall of Fame on ESPN in Houston. Um but yeah, it's it's so. Final thoughts here. Let's get final thoughts on on what we think is going to go down. Because if you do win, if you do win this match, because it sets you up. Because the winner of this match will play the winner of Janine the Machine and Mike Kalinowski, which would be very interesting for you because I know you definitely want a piece of Mike Kalinowski if he wins, or Janine, who you've never faced before. I love Janine. She's but, been so, a member of the Action Army since day one. So. Um... It'll be interesting. So tell me about it, Drew. If you win, and it, it's, it would be very interesting to get to that path to where you could eventually play Dan Merle for that title. Yeah, I think, I think when I win, I will be on the path to, to playing Dan. And I think I'll probably come out to maybe all your music just since no one else will get to hear it for so long. It would be Dan's so nice. Dan's never going to play you because you're a clown. Dan's never going to play me because he's scared just like you are. For the same thing to happen. Do you even want, like? Do you actually care? Because I know you want to win. I know you want to look like a hot shot. You don't actually care about winning. Like this doesn't mean do. to you what it means to me. Always cared about winning. That's what you don't understand. I can do both. I can care about winning and entertain. You just care about winning and you forget about the fans. That's I forget the about the fans. A hundred percent. Do you think you've been you've been there has been things from the fans that say though that you can't, that you haven't shown up in in the live events that you get inside your own head because you're, you it's been harder for you in the live events. That's true. Did, can you because I've seen a couple people say this on the fans. Do you respond to that as far as do you think that you're not that you're just too? Does it, do the crowds get to you? No, I've had six or seven points in round one. I've had two perfect round twos in front of hundreds of people. Right. I've missed a couple round three questions. Not because I knew the answers and I couldn't get there, because I just didn't know the answers. It happens. Right. Is this a must-win for you? It's not a must-win. This is an absolutely going-to-win. Right. There's not a. There's no other option. Okay. I'm. I am here to win a belt. It's going to happen this season. So if you win this match, yeah, I'm going to win the match. So if you <laughs> win this match, you will play. Shut up, man. Calendar. You're so worked up. I love it. I love it. All right. Listen. The stage is set, ladies and gentlemen. It is May 18th. Now, if you can't be there live in Houston to watch it at the Booker T. World Gym Arena, if you can, 
theshmodownlive.com. Get those tickets. Now, if you can't, the streaming purchase is also available at theshmodownlive.com, 7 p.m., 7 p.m., so make sure, and it'll be available for 48 hours. It'll be available for 48 hours. You don't want to hear about this on the Facebook group. You don't want to hear about this on Twitter. You want to watch it as it happens so you can find out as the action army explodes. Drew, dastardly Drew Guy going up against Ben the Boss Bateman. Everything on the line. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you, Chairman. Hey, little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic, and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan. But we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org.